بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد respected brothers and sisters alhamdulillah we thank and we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for affording us an opportunity of being gathered in one of the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have a unique opportunity today and that is to hear a personal report back from our guest of honor Kariziat Patel who is involved in humanitarian work for a while now a substantial amount of time and through Karisab's experiences inshallah we will get to learn a lot about giving back to the community giving back to the Muslim Ummah how we can enrich and empower this Ummah once more and I'm sure that Karisab inshallah will have some very telling stories and incidences that he has personally witnessed so let us inshallah lend him an attentive ear and uh, after that inshallah we will have our dhikr program بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والآقمة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد بن عبد الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات We begin by praising Allah تعالى عز وجل our creator, our sustainer, our nourisher, our maintainer and we allow the choices of mercies and blessings to be upon the one that I love and the one that you love, none other than Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Beloved brothers, it's an opportune moment. It is a night of Jum'ah. And I beseech every one of you to recite with me, Allahumma sani ala Muhammad, abdik wa rasulik, wa sani ala al-mu'mineen wal-mu'minat, wal-muslimin wal-muslimat. Beloved brothers and sisters, as we gain close proximity to Qiyamah, it is mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah something to the effect that disasters will increase like how when a tasbih is broken and the beads fall one after the other, that is how frequent disasters will afflict humanity. And I can assure you for myself and my team and those of us that come from the humanitarian spectrum and background, we can allude to the fact that we are seeing disaster after disaster afflicting us. You don't recover from one disaster and there's another disaster at your feet. In addition to that, disasters are starting to become much more complex. So in the olden days you would hear about earthquakes and floods, then you would hear about tsunamis. Of recent, I went to a place in Indonesia two years back and we were so caught away by what we had seen. The liquefaction of the earth, three square kilometers liquefied. I've never in my life seen something like this. Swallowed everything into the ground. Then subhanAllah, we recite Surah Al-Zilzal, And the ground will spew out its burden. And in that time, at that place in Palu in Indonesia, we'd also seen the exact same phenomenon where a mountain of mud had emerged from the ground and swallowed everything within its path. And then comes this year, 2022, and then we learn of a flood, the scale of what we are seeing playing out now in Pakistan. One of the largest floods ever 
to afflict the globe. That's exactly what we are seeing right now in Pakistan. In fact, when I went out there, I thought to myself, how bad could it be? But wallahi, my beloved brothers, all I can say to you, and maybe to make it a bit easy for us to comprehend, if you're driving from here to Cape Town, all you see is water. That is the scale of this flooding. In the subcontinent, they have monsoon rains, but this year round, some of the experts decided to term it a bit more differently. And they said this is the monsoon on steroids. That is how much of rain had come down. Amazing phenomenon playing out. Some of the ice glaciers are also starting to melt. I'm rest assured that scientists will have their conclusions and they will have their research, etc. But all I can say to you is that many complex things are starting to play out in the world. Imagine in our generation, we are experiencing all of this. Imagine generations to come, what other extraordinary, sure, real phenomenon and disasters that they will see. So looking at Pakistan, subhanAllah, Pakistan is a very strong Muslim country. And wherever you go, alhamdulillah, till today you find people in sunnah. The very first place that we had decided to assess and work in was just out of Islamabad. We drove a few hours to an area called Noshera, close to Peshawar. And subhanAllah, the order of the day was flooding. And I said to the brothers out there, it's so many days have passed. And they said to me, yes, the water levels are taking very long to recede. That tells you about the volume of water and the volume of flooding, the magnitude and scale of flooding, unprecedented, truly unprecedented. I said to the brothers out there, two years ago in 2019, when we went off to Beira here in Mozambique, and we would fly in an aircraft for 15 minutes and all you would see out of the aircraft was water. Yeah, trust me, you fly for hours. If you're taking a flight from Islamabad to Karachi and you looked out of the window, all you would just see is water. One third of Pakistan is underwater. If you look at the province of Baluchistan, 70% of Baluchistan is underwater. It's very hard to quantify what we have seen playing out in Pakistan right now. Unprecedented. The world has never seen such flooding. Sometimes we may read reports, we may see reports, etc. But when you experience something on the ground, it's totally different. It's totally different. Nevertheless, we went out to this place of Noshera. And when the real effects of the flood grips you, is when you leave the cities and you just see village after village destroyed and underwater. In fact, the water has been there for such a long period of time that the people are actually swimming through the water to try and get to their homes for whatever is left of their homes. Subhanallah, the very first era of Noshera, we began to do some distributions in this area. You know, I always say, we cannot salvage the entire crisis. We can help and assist where we can, but it's impossible for us to salvage the entire crisis. And subhanallah, the entire globe right now is fundraising for Pakistan. And we make dua that these funds must be administered correctly, professionally, ethically, transparently, and accountability. It must be distributed and, distributed and discharged in this way, inshallah. Talking to some of the people that have been affected, every one of them, first and foremost, 
the expression of appreciation. Subhanallah. And I say to myself, look at the value of these people. One is they have sunnah. And in addition to that, they thank you profusely that you've come there with some tents, some clean water, and some food to give them. Every one of them is pulling you in different directions to show you, look at my home. My home has been, uh, my home has collapsed. Some of them say, look at my home. My home has, is still underwater. And that was the order of the day in that area of Noshera. We thereafter ventured out to an IDP center, internally displaced people's center. It was a school. So right now, wherever there's any dry land, you will find people congregating on that dry land. Not only people. Wallahi, I tell you, first time in my life I've seen such a phenomenon. I went to one area, I saw thousands of animals. And subhanAllah, my, myself, I love animals a lot. My colleagues will tell you, whenever I see goats, etc., I love to see the animals. Well, here by the thousands, I asked one brother, what is this? He said to me, it's logic. How human beings have to go to a higher ground to survive, so do the animals. Everyone and everything is in a survival mode right now in Pakistan. That's the order of the day. Subhanallah. Moving to this IDP center, it was one of the few hundred IDP centers which we visited. You know, resources are really scarce at this point in time. With the new government that has come into Pakistan, this government is still trying to find their feet. There hasn't been a solid coordination point or coordination center to help and assist with the deliverance and the trickling of aid into the various areas. So local authorities are trying their best to try and do what they can. Nevertheless, this area, mostly women and children were set up in this IDP center. Not much aid had come to this IDP center. And this is this one example I'm saying to you. Not much aid came to the center. No hygiene packs, no food packs, no blankets, not much tents. And this is the assessment that we had carried out and which we, which we had concluded. Another fact which I must highlight, I will tell you about the shame and the sharam and the haya of these people. I mean, those of us that have went out to these areas of Peshawar, etc., we know the quality of the people that we are talking about. I want you to understand the quality and the nature of the people that have been affected. You know, what really touched my heart, some of the women folk, they have a, maybe just a piece of ordinary or a piece of cloth or a piece of scarf and even using that to cover their faces and when they see men folk and they could not cover their faces they will turn around completely in the, in the other direction this is the nature and the quality of the people that have been affected and with all that they are going through with all that they are going through subhanallah they can still smile and they can still express appreciation and sober. I always say, in any situation, in any disaster, is always an opportunity. There's an opportunity for those of us like myself and you. There's an opportunity for me and for you to gain reward, to donate, to help, to assist, to also introspect and reflect, take stock of our lives. How appreciative am I? Sometimes the, the food is less, the, the, the salt is less in the food, and we complain about that. And on the other hand, is also an opportunity for these victims of the flood. There's an opportunity for them to practice sabr. And trust me, right now, they are practicing sabr in a very amazing, beautiful way. Subhanallah. Beloved brothers, we thereafter decided to visit 
the province of Sindh. And to tell you, it was one of the longest and the worst drives of my life. It took us 17 hours to get to our destination. You're driving on anything which is dry. You're driving against the traffic, with the traffic. You look at this traffic jam of up to 70 to 80 kilometers long, up to 3,000 lorries. That's the traffic jam which is, which is playing out right now in the Sin province. Subhanallah, after 17 hours, we got into the Sin province. We used the base of Sakkar, the city of Sakkar, and thereafter we moved out into the village, into, into, the, into, into the surrounding villages. In the entire of Pakistan, the province of Sin has the most amount of, the, the, the highest population. Hence, the most amount of human suffering will be in that very province. Therefore, we have decided to focus a lot of our humanitarian efforts in the Sin province because that's where most people were, were affected. Again, the order of the day was this flooding. It's taking very, very, very long for this water to drain out and to recede. Alhamdulillah, there was sunshine, but I can say to you in this part of the year, when it is so hot, it is blistering hot. Imagine for us in those few hours, we could not withstand the heat. Imagine the people that have lost homes. And I just wanted to share some statistics with you. When we're looking at deaths, as of today, there are 1,355 people that have passed away. Some people, some people said to me, how come the death toll is so low? I said, well, for the entire month, it has been raining. So people decided to move. When you can see that the rain is there, of course, inevitably, you will have flooding. So people have moved to higher ground. But with that, 1,355 people passed away. 12,722 people were injured. Now look at this staggering fact. 564,831 homes were destroyed. And 1,147,683 homes were destroyed. So a large population of Pakistan right now homeless. That's the fact of the matter. Our brothers and sisters, most of the people, at least one-third of the population of Pakistan are actually homeless. 753,187 livestock were killed. 6,579 kilometers of road was destroyed. And 246 bridges were also destroyed. SubhanAllah, I don't think I'm as bad as Jacob Zuma when it comes out to reading numbers, alright? But nevertheless, I mean, the statistics are staggering. This is what is playing out in Pakistan right now. It's going to take them a very long time to come through or to come out of the effects of this flood. So beloved brothers, time is of the essence, time is running out. Very quickly, Alhamdulillah, Alindar Foundation, we distributed many a tents. Wherever we managed to secure tents, we distributed tents because people will become homeless. Where are people setting up these tents? Most of the time, many people are trying to set up their tents and their livelihoods alongside the roads because that is the only dry path they can find or the only dry piece of land that they can find. Alhamdulillah, in addition to that, we also distributed a lot of food packs, a lot of clean water, emergency relief aid. That is exactly the order of the day what Alimdad Foundation had focused on. Another thing which caught my eye, and as subhanAllah, we see this in different parts of the world. We went out to an area 
Everything was flooded. Everything was underwater, except the two massages of the vicinity. Still standing in their glory. 2018, I went to a tsunami ravaged area in Indonesia. The tsunami engulfed everything besides one masjid. Only one masjid stood in its glory. 2004, we had the infamous tsunami of 26 December, Boxing Day tsunami. Go back, look at the history. You can Google this as well. Across Bandar Aceh, the entire province, all the masjids stood in their glory. Isn't this a sign for me and for you that if we are looking for success, we will find success, we will find safety, serenity, peace in the house of Allah. May Allah attach our hearts to the masajids. Ameen. May He make us steadfast on salah. Beloved brothers, where to from now? What do we do? What is our plan of action? As a community of South Africa, what is our plan of action? Firstly, the first lesson we take from this, we need to identify with the pain of our brothers and sisters. Wherever in the world people are suffering, sit back, reflect, feel a bit of that pain. If I were in that situation, how would I feel? What would I do? I try to identify with the pain of people. Very, 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 very important. This is very good for our soul. And it's very, very, very good for our Islam as well. Introspect and reflect. Number two, this should lead us to express, express our profound gratitude and appreciation for the ni'am and blessings that we have before us. Beloved brothers, wallahi, I can say to you in Pakistan last week, you know, a few morsels of food was such a significant commodity. A scarce commodity. One is giving people a food pack, but they don't have the means to even cook it. Hence, we had also made arrangements to distribute hot meals. And really speaking, this masjid and this community, I must congratulate and commend you for the hot meal distribution you do every Sunday night. May Allah bless you. Wallahi, the amount of humanitarian work that takes off from this masjid, really, my beloved brothers, Allah has really accepted you and you have so much of sincerity in what you do that years have passed on and alhamdulillah you are still contributing and helping and assisting the communities that are not well, that, that not well to do. So subhanallah. The second thing, as I mentioned, we have to be very appreciative of what we have. Shukr is a very, very, very important thing. Even for the, 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 the morsels of food we had before us, make shukr. And the third thing, and I'll end up on this point, is that every one of us, in one way or another, we must try and help human beings that are suffering. Wallahi, even if it means you wake up in the early parts of the morning and you perform two rakats of salah and you make dua for the people, that is also a significant effort from your side. But we have to do something. We cannot just sit back and do nothing. You want to donate, that's in its order. You want to assist, that's in its order. You want to give up your expertise and your time, alhamdulillah, all of that is welcome. But crown all of these efforts with sincere dua. Dua of ourselves, our children, our families, our community. Let us also express our feelings. So these are some of the, these are the three points which I thought we will highlight. Beloved brothers and sisters, my time has lapsed. May Allah give every one of us a barakah, jazakhir. 
and uh, to take a, a leaf and a lesson of what is happening around us. We must become cognizant of what is happening around us, what is playing out. You know, I belong to a network known as the Global Disaster Alert Network. And any single thing that happens anywhere in the world, we receive a, a, a notification. And I can say to you that the ground of this earth at the moment is so fluid that nearly every day somewhere in the world there's an earthquake. But because it's so frequently happening, the media doesn't speak about it. But in different parts of the world, daily, there's earthquakes playing out, typhoons, tsunamis. This has become the order of the day. Life has become short. Wallahi, my beloved brothers, life has become so short. So we have to take stock of our lives, introspect, reflect, ponder, you know, have a good plan of action as to how I will improve my life and how I will spend my time on this earth increasing my good deeds. Because before we even know it, it's time for us to go. You know, sometimes when you're on the field and you speak to people, some of them have lost up to 20, 23 members of their family. And how do they cope with that pain? They say we cope with that pain with La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah with the strength of the Iman. Beloved brothers and sisters, uh, if there's any questions, anyone would, want, would like to know anything, our team is here from Alindad Foundation. You're more than welcome to engage us. From the depths of my heart, I would like to thank uh, the Imams of this Masjid. And Wallahi, I say to this Masjid, you have the most beautiful Imams you could ever have. One is how they recite the Quran Kareem and the commitment to this community. And by the way, I always tell Kali Saleh, he's the most handsome of them all, mashallah. But they're so committed to this community, we must honor them, acknowledge them. Allah, this is also a blessing from Allah. Allah is also a blessing. So may Allah give them long, healthy, happy lives, continue to accept them, the entire community, the trustees. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for allowing us this opportunity to render this feedback. May Allah bless you. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ جزاكم الله خيرا كان زياد for those Words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us true empathy and sympathy towards our Muslim brothers and sisters who are suffering throughout the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, as you mentioned, to remember them in our du'as and also assist and support them in whichever way possible. Inshallah, we'll continue with our dhikr program now and conclude with the du'a, inshallah. <coughs> Yeah. Hey. 
Alhamdulillah. 
الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد صلاة تنجينا بها من جميع الأهوال والآفات وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك أعلى الدرجات وتبلغنا بها أقصى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم أنبت أولادنا في الإسلام نباتا حسنا واجعلهم من الأبرار والمتقين اللهم انصر المسلمين المستضعفين في بلاد باكستان وفي كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم أيدهم بتأييدك وانصرهم يا رب العالمين اللهم وفقهم ووفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم تب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين